My friends, on today's show, we are going to go back to basics. See, the issue is, as much as we've tried to avoid it, we're Disney pros. I have been to Disney World, I don't know, half a dozen times, but that still means I've gone more than 99% of the world's population. Miss Julie, your regular host, has gone even more than that. She's in the 0.1% of Disney World visitors. The problem with that is it's easy to lose sight of the things that matter to actual normal humans who go, you know, once every few years, right? And who are likely there because the thing they want to take home as their souvenir truly is not some tchotchke, some swag, you know, the newest spirit jersey. That's for Disney psychos on Instagram. What actual humans want, what they want to spend money on, they want core memories with their kids. And so what's so interesting about Miss Julie's most recent trip is she went with just her and our six-year-old. If you want to experience Disney World in the purest way, take a young child with you and look at it through their eyes. That's the most fun I've ever had, is seeing my kids experience and discover Disney World. That's the best. And so today, we're going to hear about a, uh, a, a three-day trip turned four-day trip due to some inclement weather in which... Uh, Miss Julie and our six-year-old discover the joys of doing the basics at Disney World. Also Universal, which I love, but it's not really in the title of the podcast. Miss Julie, uh, double your WDW. Do we need the theme music? On today's show, we talk back to basics at Disney World. This is double your WDW, the Disney World planning podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 209. I'm your host, Julie Elster, creator of WRWDW.com, the Disney World planning website. What a wonderful introduction by my husband. This is, that is the most heartfelt, you know, just real introduction that you've done. Don't get used to it. I was moved for a, for a moment. Tech you know, at least you didn't use the fart sound effect. Well, I'm not using it now. Yeah, well, we can't now. If I thought it was funny, you couldn't possibly use it. That's at least the rule that my teenagers use. If I think something's funny, it's no longer funny to them. Oh, if they do anything that we don't like, the solution is just to adopt it fiercely ourselves. <laughs> and then it's over for them. Like when our middle child you know, started telling us things we do are is cringe. So now everything's cringe. Yeah. Yeah. And then that just beat it out of him. So now I'm like, That's, is that cringe? That's cringe, isn't it? It's cringe. Oh, it's so cringe. When really when you're calling stuff cringe, you're just going like, I'm really self-conscious. So now. Don't kill the cringe. <laughs> kill the part of yourself that cringes. That's some good advice. Oh. Wow. You really, wow. Two for two, really deep today. I like it. <laughs> so anyway, you went to Disney World for the hundredth time. Why? <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Why? Why? So that I can talk to all these good people about my Disney World experience, what I've learned, my takeaways, so that they can hopefully learn a thing or two. All right, let me guess, you went uh, on a plane? I did. Oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, let's, we're going to go after the holidays, but while you're still on winter break, so we left January 6th for Disney World, just me and the six-year-old, just the two of us. So I've taken my two older kids, and now I've taken my youngest when did you get uh, on in? solo trips. We got in noonish uh, at MCO and the six-year-old 
sometimes suffers from car sickness. So my plan had been to just take a lift. And by sometimes you mean she threw up in an Uber. She, she that is correct. After our, our family cruise on the way to the airport, she barfed in an Uber. And so then we tipped the woman 40 bucks cash on top of the fee and, you know, standard tip that you would give through the app. That wasn't enough. She was very, it was the most cash. It's just the cash I had on me. It was like, here's all the cash in my wallet. Um, yeah. So she, I was like, all right, let's go call a car. And she's like, uh, I don't think so. And she told me she was worried about car sickness. I was able to book last second, like in the airport mirrors, the shuttle, the big shuttle bus, which was really nice and convenient. So 30 bucks, like standing right there, just there's a QR code. There's a big sign with a QR code. Formerly the Magical Express. Yeah, except now you have to pay for it and it's less magical because it's, you know, they took all the fun videos and and uh, vinyl wrap and stuff off the bus. Yeah. But anyway, it was quick, very easy. We got right on a bus. They took us right to our resort. What is your resort? Where did you stay? So... I gave our daughter several options of the type of trip that we could take. She decided to go like I did princess. I did animal theme. I did like a, a girl's spa shopping thing. She picked a more wilderness theme. So I was like, let's stay at the cabins at Fort Wilderness because not, I mean, not only is it a lot of space, but those cabins, they're tearing them down this summer. I'm so glad you, you spent the time and money to stay there to tell us about a place no one else could go to because they're literally destroying it. They can go to it. If you have a trip planned this year, I highly recommend it because it's a great value. So if you're going between now and I believe August, I'm not 100% on that, but it's sometime this summer, I would try and book these cabins. It really is a great, great value. They're they're they considered good, moderate. But when I said that, you were like, "Well, they're run down. They need to be up." I didn't say they were run down. I said that they oh, you needed. Said they a f- were dumpy. No, 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 no. They were not dumpy. They were very nice. They did need an update, though. Like when I say they needed an update, um, there were no USB outlets. You like that? You know, it's oh, like things sorry, like princess. that. But it's like little things that you'd see in every other Disney resort. You know, they just, they didn't have a bidet and there was no Wagyu steak when I got there. (sighs) You are twisting my words, sir. It's just little things that other Disney resorts have. Um, (laughs) When I took a shower, it was just like a standard bathtub, like a bathtub you'd see in somebody's house. When you pull up the, the, I don't even know what that thing's called. Like the knob to make the, go from the faucet into the tub to, to the shower. That thing did not work well. Like it almost looked like the like people had yanked on it so hard that the faucet itself was loose and it never fully went off the faucet and into the shower. So water was still like pouring out of the faucet while also coming out of the shower head. Does that make sense? So it's like little things like that. A whole series of little things that were repaired as though they were planning on tearing it down. Well, and I think that's the thing. You know, any other resort, they would have just been like, all right, it's time for, for a facelift. But instead, they opted to tear these down. They're turning them into DVC cabins. My mom had one of those. That is painful <laughs> and expensive. Uh, all right. I didn't mean a literal facelift, but oh. okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure they're they're fully tearing. I don't think they're just updating the cabins. I'm pretty sure they're fully tearing them down. Um, but what a fun experience and a large space. It's a bedroom with a queen bed and a bunk bed. And then like a separate bedroom, you can close the door. And then a full bathroom, which a large, large bathroom. And then a full kitchen. 
So you have the stove, you have microwave, um, you have a full-size refrigerator, you have everything. You have everything you need to just cook meth right in that room. Oh my gosh. What? (laughs) You're really on a roll already tonight. (laughs) No, no, you have everything you need to make simple meals so that you don't have to spend every dime on theme park food. Exactly. We ate breakfast in the cabin, for example. Yeah, I mean, eating a bagel in your room, you're really not missing out on anything. No. Get I yourself mean, a, you know, a fancy-ass coffee at the park. You'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, you can get decent breakfast, but I'd rather not spend the money because I knew we were going to be eating nonstop. So, all right, after, like, you walked in the room, saw there were no USB outlets, <laughs> passed out, and then whenever you came after to... After I was done flipping the table. Yeah. It's what did great, you think of the grounds? It's great. So we decided to rent a golf cart. By we, I mean me. I'm going to say we, but my six-year-old had no say in anything. Um, I rented a golf cart. It is a huge, sprawling resort. And so if you decide you don't want to rent a golf cart, that's fine. But know that you're going to have to walk, poss- depending on where your cabin is, possibly a distance to a bus stop. And then you have to take a bus to a different bus stop to get to the parks. So you have to take a bus to a bus to the parks. You can't spell abuse without bus. Yeah, well, Words it's to live by. doubly here. So um, so just something to keep in mind. It, it really, it felt to me like getting to the parks took way longer here. There was just more to consider when you're staying here. So I think this is ideal. And this, not only is it the cabins, but you can also camp here if you've got like a trailer, um, this is all in the same area. It's all Fort Wilderness. So you can do um, like a, a trail. You can rent a trail. Like if you have your own trail, you could do that. Or you can rent them and they set them up for you. And you can stay on the campgrounds. But this is definitely a more laid back kind of feel. Like you're not going to run out to the bus and get there, you know, get to the parks ASAP. It's it's time consuming traveling. More or less for this inconvenience. (laughs) It's not, it's, so it's only an inconvenience if you look at it that way. It's a beautiful resort. The golf carts, Kennedy, our six-year-old was so sad when we had to return that golf cart. She loved driving around in the golf cart and just exploring Fort Wilderness. I mean, seeing the videos of the place, seeing the video of the golf cart, I would stay there over any of the value resorts A hundred percent of the time. Okay. Yeah, that's see, and that's exactly what I'm talking about. Now it's, you're getting a a great experience, but you just have to remember like this is a huge property. So just plan accordingly. Um, You know, there is a boat that takes you directly to magic kingdom. It's quick, but our, our cabin was nowhere near it. So I had to take into consideration the time it took for me to drive the golf cart to the dock and park and then get over to the dock for the boat for Magic Kingdom. So it's just, so what, it takes a little more planning. Parking lot? They do have golf cart parking lots, yes. And so your, your golf cart's just there waiting for you when you get back 10 hours later? Yes. Oh, right. I mean, you take the key out and take it with you, but yeah, yeah. So and in fact, the first time I went, so the, the boat launch to Magic Kingdom, it's at Pioneer Hall. And the first time I went, I was like, I'm looking at the map and I'm driving this golf cart. And I'm like, it should be right here. And I couldn't figure it out. And so finally we stopped and I asked somebody, 
And she was like, if you aren't familiar or you don't see a different golf cart coming or going, you'd never know. It looked like a walking path to me. So I'm like, I haven't driven a golf cart in a decade. I mean, it's been forever since I've driven a golf cart. It's not exactly difficult. <laughs> no, it's not that it was difficult. I just was It's also like, only slightly larger than your Volkswagen Beetle. I was <laughs> I was like, where am I allowed to drive this? I think was more I I was erring on the, the side of caution where I was like, all right, I know Pioneer Hall is over here, but I saw what looked like a walking path and I'm like, I think this is where I'm supposed to go, but I wasn't about to just drive my golf cart Onto a walking path. If the golf cart fits, <laughs> go for it. Turns out that was where I was supposed to go. But she she was like, if you don't see other golf carts, it can definitely be deceiving. So it's fun. Um, I have zero sense of direction. So I got turned around several times um, because we went right after the holidays. So a whole thing with Fort Wilderness, people who camp and stay at the cabins decorate for the holidays. So we saw a ton of inflatables. We saw Christmas lights. It was it was just a lot of fun, just even just driving around. It sounds like fun. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't like a 15 mile an hour golf cart ride? <laughs> but overall, I just I if you if you have a trip between now and the summer, um, it, a great. Well, hold on. A great place to stay. What was the weather when you were there? It was chilly when we were there. Uh, do you want to be there when it's like 100 degrees in that golf cart? Well, I mean, you're moving in the golf cart. Mm. Eh, yeah. No. So. <laughs> You had me, you were like, I need to know top speed. And I think we discussed this the last time. Uh, 15 miles per hour was the fastest I could get it. And even then it would dip down pretty quickly to like 13, 14 miles per hour. All right. So it's going to be real tough to to kill somebody with this thing. (laughs) Yeah. No. I mean, I could make it work. I felt like a real heel because there were a lot of regular cars on the road. And so they'd be like stuck behind me. What? Going 12 miles per hour. I don't want to be driving in traffic with this. Well, it's not like it's, you know, I mean, it's a big property, but it's not that big. You're not driving for any, you know, length, real length of time. It sounds fun and unique, but if I'm going for the first time or like my only time for a decade, I'm not doing this. Give me a a regular hotel. It's a personality thing. Definitely. If this is your once in a lifetime trip, you know, if you're into camping, this is for definitely something you want to consider. This could be for you. Um, but if you're in Dorsey, like you and I, you know, and this is your once in a lifetime trip, you're, you're probably right. Standard hotel. All right. Let's move on to, you go to a theme park. Okay. Yeah. So once we got settled and kind of explored a little bit in the golf carts, we decided to go to Epcot for the evening. So it was like early afternoon, early or late afternoon, early evening. Um, and we went to Epcot. It was a race weekend. This was the marathon Um, And run Disney marathons always bring in huge crowds. So Epcot was crazy. What day was this? This was the 6th, Saturday, Saturday the 6th. All right. Epcot and World Showcase in a weekend evening are always nuts. Yeah, but we're in between festivals. So typically it wouldn't be as nutty because there was no festival going on. The Festival of the Holidays had just ended. Festival of the Arts has not yet started And so it shouldn't be that crazy. It was entirely because of race weekend. Everything was crazy on this Saturday. So we, I was like, let's do, I bought Genie Plus in the morning. Um, Turns out huge waste of money because I I booked Frozen. And, you know, I was booking throughout the day. I was trying to stack. The problem with Epcot is when it's so busy, when you buy Genie Plus, 
you get that one ride. And then by the time your two hour wind, like two hours after park opening happens, when you can book your next ride, everything is booked. Everything. The only things left are Nemo, Living with the Land, Figment. (laughs) Just rides that have no weight anyway. Those are the only rides that are left. So all I got was Frozen. I was like, all right, let's do Spaceship Earth. Of course, that goes down. And they give you, yeah, they give you the anytime lightning lane. But guess what the guess what that's eligible for, the anytime? Nemo. Living with the land. <laughs> well, okay. Figment. Yeah, Nemo. That's it. Nemo literally has no weight ever. Um Figment's like five to ten minutes max if there's a weight. Yeah. Figment, I've I've never waited more than ten. Yeah, living with the land. And living with the land. Uh that's always a walk on as yeah. well. Yeah, maybe ten minute wait. It's, this is the issue. I mean the there, if you want to go deep on it, Defunct Land does a like two hour documentary on YouTube breaking down how these ride queue systems at Disney World work. But the way they, for you to not wait in line on a ride, someone else has to eat that time. You pay for it, and then someone else pays. By not paying, they're going to wait longer. They I pay mean, in in time. There is in their own personal time capacity to that ride. The issue now is that. Because of you, the internet, and Disney's promotions, people are majority buying those systems, buying into um, Lightning Lane, Express Lane, whatever the heck they're calling it, turbocharging it, <laughs> turbocharge my queue. And as a result, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. They- so what do you do? Not buy it and like so, sit in line? I don't want to sit in line. So Genie, Genie Plus is different you know you you mentioned the defunct land video which i'll put a link in the show notes because it's fascinating i love you want to learn about it but that was specifically about fast pass the old system that 100 of people had access to genie plus they only sell a certain number of genie plus per day the problem is with a park like epcot there's just there's not because they limit the things that you can use genie plus for and certain things sell it so quickly it's just not worth it. It just isn't. In this case, and it sh- I'm, I'm my, in my opinion, for a park like Epcot, they should, they should cap it sooner than they do. So it should sell out earlier than it does because the you know $18 per person I paid wasn't worth it. In fact, I've never once done anything like this. I got on Disney's chat and asked for a refund. And they gave it to me too. I was oh, like, Oh, you want full Karen on? Oh, I didn't. And I was even, I was like, listen, I'm so sorry. I'd never do this. I'm like, but I got a single ride. And the only other ride that we were able to get that was decent broke down. <laughs> and it was like, hey, here are the three rides you don't want as an alternative. <laughs> I know that this whole system. Let them be cake. <laughs> so I felt really bad. It's not something I would normally ever do as like, you know, if I buy something and I have buyer's remorse or whatever, you know, that's my bad. But I was like, no, I bought this to, to use and I was not able to use it. And so that was kind of disappointing. Um, but I will say the six-year-old, her priority wasn't so much rides at Epcot. Her priority was the Japan store. She wanted to go to Japan. She Well, that's why you did. This is why you chose uh, Epcot first. <laughs> it was so is. she could go to World Showcase. It is. Because she 
is very much interested in a non-Disney property. Yeah, and I knew if I waited to go to Epcot to go to the Japan store, that it would be all that I heard about the entire trip. She's obsessed with Pokemon. The funniest part is they really didn't have a ton of Pokemon stuff this time around, but she still, she had, you know, cash burning a hole in her pocket from the holidays. And so she bought some toys with her own money at the Japan store and was thrilled. Like it she, wasn't Pokemon. She came back with Kirby. Kirby and... Which also not a Disney property. Who's the other one? And featured at uh, Universal. They have Nintendo. Well, it's because the Japan store is not... It's not a Disney store. Like, I didn't get a pass holder discount there. Like, oh, there's no... Disney does not get no, to merchandise the no, shops and World Showcase? No. They're just charging rent? Some of them they do, but yeah. But no, yeah. Yeah, same with the restaurants. Not all the restaurants are Disney restaurants either. Um, but the Japan store is one of them. It remains my dream to go without our darn wiener kids and just hang out in World Showcase. I have been to Disney World half a dozen times. I have not explored half of World Showcase, and it's my white whale at this point. Yeah, well, good luck with that, buddy, because we have a six-year-old. So <laughs> have fun I mean, with how that. How much drinking did in, you do with her when you were there? Talk to me in 10 years. I did zero drinking. Oh, I, I at, Later in the trip, I bought a beer and drank maybe half of it. I don't know. I don't think I even drank half of it. <laughs> but that was pretty much it for that night. We we happened to run into Pluto. Oh, I will say the- You ran the, into Pluto, just hanging out. He's like on the so way to go get groceries. I was, <laughs> I was just like filming because all the walls are down behind Spaceship Earth, which is amazing, so much easier to navigate. But we happened to see Pluto walking out to meet guests and he high-fived our daughter and then just right there was setting up to meet people. So that was a highlight <laughs> that we happened to just be standing where Pluto was. But we met Pluto. So, we rode Frozen. Pluto's the dog who's a dog. Yes. Unlike Goofy, who's a dog, but not a dog. With human characteristics. Yes. Make it make sense. I can't. I can't. But uh, yeah, so really, the only ride we did was Frozen. Um, we did Frozen, Japan Store. What did your six-year-old think of that ride? She loved it. She It's amazing the things she remembers and doesn't remember, you know, being six, because her last trip was a year and a half, two years ago. And she's done Frozen, but she really had no memory of it. So she was nervous. She gets She's nervous on rides. She's nervous about everything. Yeah, she That's is. my anxiety, baby. Yeah. She was nervous. And I was like, listen, it's, it's Elsa. It's Frozen. You love Frozen. And by the end, she couldn't yes, get over noted it. Noted horror film, Frozen. Has she, she kept saying to me, mommy, the animatronics are so impressive. Like she, <laughs> I, just the thing she says, it's adorable. They're so impressive. They're lifelike. They're so lifelike. You know, They're realistic, mommy. It sounds ridiculous coming out of the mouth of a six-year-old, but all of those statements are completely factual. I I love that. I'm, you know, I thought it like was the cutest Frozen, thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> but I love that ride. Yeah. Sven with his tongue getting stuck to ice and... Olaf ice skating. So it was great. We, and we ate Mickey bars and, and then we made our way back. And I told, I was like, do you want to call a lift back? Do you want to take a butt? Like, how do you want to get back? No, no, no. She wanted to take monorail. So you have to take the monorail from Epcot to ticket and transportation center, take another monorail from ticket and transportation center to magic kingdom, and then take the boat from magic kingdom over to Fort Wilderness and then our golf cart back <laughs> to our room. So she's a she purist. She loved it. She wanted the full experience. She loved it. She was like monorail and a boat. I'm in. You know, planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> we ordered a pizza um, just at Fort Wilderness and that was it. We called it an early night because it was a travel day. 
Oh man, those quite like, exciting. Those frozen hotel pizzas. No, I watched the make it. They they make it right there at the resort. We were in Pioneer Hall and I watched the make it. So it was good. It was fresh. It was huge. Really, I've had pizzas delivered via room service at Disney and they were grim. Yeah, I think it I th- just it's like, you I know, it's like it 11:30 at night. This was not room service. This was at the the It's the room service the pizza. Rest- this was at the restaurant and, and so like, I just placed oh. an order to go for a full pizza and then because I was like, well, we have a full fridge. So which was a nice part about that room. So we were able to just put that in the fridge. Yeah, those sweet but it rooms was wonderful. Are nice. Yeah, yeah, it was really really great. So that was our our first day. What time did you go to bed? Ooh, somewhat early. Uh, I don't know, maybe nine ish, ten ish. Okay, so late for a six year old. Oh, well, that was what time I went to bed. She went to bed a little bit earlier. <laughs> All right, so nine ten, late for you, late a for twenty nine year old. That's right, twenty nine. Absolutely. Yeah, That's thank totally you. Totally true. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, How rude. <laughs> After you stayed up all night partying, when the next day, when do you get to the parks? So our plan the next morning was to look at the horses around Fort Wilderness. The problem is it was pouring. I woke up because the rain was so hard. Like, I mean, just downpour. Um, And I felt bad because I knew that the marathon, like the full marathon was going on that morning. So I was like, ooh, those poor people. So because of the rain, we didn't get to explore quite as much as I would have liked. But there are tons of horses all around this property. So all of the horses like the that cop, work. The cops don't come and get rid of these horses. <laughs> not wild. supposed to be there. Yes, they're supposed to be there. All the horses that work at Disney live at Fort Wilderness, which is kind of cool. So like you can you can see all those horses and carriages. They do carriage rides. They do pony rides. It was a little too wet for us, though, because it was raining, but we watched people do horseback riding. Um, and so I was like, all right, let's head over to Animal Kingdom. And the where the bus stop is for Animal Kingdom, you're right by a bunch of the horses. So we watched the horses for a good 45 minutes, maybe a little bit longer until our bus finally came. Hold on. How long did you wait for a bus? 45 to an hour, I would say. It beca- Ooh, new record. It's Yeah, it's because... It's hold up. It's because it's race weekend. We knew that this was going to happen. I had planned that this was going to take so much longer. I wasn't necessarily planning for an hour that I figured like 30 minutes, you know, whatever. And I figured the ride would take longer. Um, But waiting about an hour, 45 to an hour was more than I expected. But we did eventually get on a bus and over to Animal Kingdom. What were your other options? Another option would have been to take the boat over to Magic Kingdom. And so you could take the boat to Magic Kingdom. And then your options from there are Magic Kingdom or Epcot. But Hollywood Studios or Animal Kingdom, if those are the parks you want to go to on race weekend, it it is what it is. But it ended up being fine. I, I had... Planned for a later morning in and Animal you can't, Kingdom. You can't just haul ass on the golf cart. That all the way to Animal Kingdom, yeah, going going ten miles an hour. Yeah, yeah no, no, I don't think so. I don't hey think Siri, so. I need directions to Animal Kingdom. Getting directions to these Animal Kingdom <laughs> Park. Not helpful. Oh, sorry. Not helpful. Yeah, no. The bus ride itself, we did sit in traffic, but that wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. We actually drove by. We could see Marathon Runners. As we were on the bus going by. So the bus ride took a little bit longer. It was maybe 30, 35 minutes total. Um, But we made it. We made it. Okay, so you spent almost, you essentially spent 
two hours to go I'd door say to door. Ninety minutes, I'd say. Yeah, about ninety minutes. Maybe I think a from when longer. you walked out that door to when you got into the park was two hours. But part of our plan, like we had planned for the morning to be, let's look at horses before we go to the park. I was not planning on rope dropping by any means. She was thrilled to stand there for 30 minutes and look at horses. Look at that one, Mommy. It's got spots. Look at that one. It's black horse. Look at that one's brown. All right, so I'm actually quite surprised by that because we live walking distance from several horse stables and it hasn't come up. But she's never seen horses so close. I mean, we were right there. We were right there looking at them. She was shocked at how big they were. You know, in person, horses are very big. She was like, wow. I mean, it was impressive for her. So it wasn't so bad. But like I said, we planned for it. And I think that's the big takeaway here. If you're going to be going to the parks on race weekend, if you're visiting on race weekends, plan for it. Be prepared. If you're not at a resort where you can just easily walk to a park or take the monorail or, you know, some form of transportation that isn't driving or a bus, plan for it. Do you ever get to Animal Kingdom? We got to Animal Kingdom. Uh, yeah, it was maybe 1030. We got to Animal Kingdom. So it really wasn't that late. Animal Kingdom still fully Christmas. You know, Epcot was in between, which was kind of weird. Like their Christmas tree was down, but they still had garland up. But they were already putting things up for Festival of the Arts. It was weird. Animal Kingdom, 100% Christmas still. Christmas music playing, Christmas trees. I figure they flipped that one last because they were like, there's like nobody here anyway. Magic Kingdom's actually the last to be flipped. Oh, and, really? Yeah. And a that cast, surprises me. A cast member confirmed this uh, for me uh, later in the trip. But yeah, still fully Christmas. Um, and so I bought Genie Plus again today. I was like, we're going to try it again. Way when, better experience. Way better. When, what is the last day that the Christmas decor is taken down at any Disney park? You know, they don't tell you. Just you show up one day and it's gone. Um, I would say mid-January. Okay, that's a problem. Our HOA will fine us if we go <laughs> past January 10th. I had mine down January 8th. Well, good for you. <laughs> oh, Disney, I'm sorry. January 7th. I just checked the calendar. Disney does not report to an HOA the same way that you do. Yeah, they are the HOA. They are, yes. No, they, they aren't make, anymore. Ron oh, DeSantis took it from DeSantis, them. DeSantis, come on Go, now. DeSantis, give them back their HOA. Let us have our Christmas decor. You see anti-Christmas? He hates Christmas. Oh my gosh. Anyway, <laughs> we probably shouldn't go there. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying now. You've derailed me entirely. You want to talk about DeSantis's no. lifts? No. Oh my God, no, no, no. No? Okay. No. So Genie Plus, way better experience today. So- our six-year-old, who we refer to as the baby, because she is the youngest, she wants to be a vet when she grows up. She wants to run an animal sanctuary, specifically for bunnies. But, you know, she's open to any animal sanctuary. Look, I got bad news about bunnies. No, shh, don't say it. No, bunnies live forever, no, and they're, they're adorable. Their genetics are set up for <laughs> no, 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 quantity no, no. over la, quality. La, 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 la. I'm not listening. I'm not listening. So I Animal Kingdom, perfect for her. So we really, we took our time and explored a lot of like the little trails and little hidden nooks and crannies of animal kingdom, which was fun. We used genie plus to book the safari and, um, did it work this time? It did. It was, we had a great experience this time. We did the safari Navi river journey, uh, animation station. So we did all sorts of great stuff. She saw animals. There was so much excitement and pointing on the safari and because it was cool, all the animals were out saw lions and cheetahs, zebras and giraffes and elephants and hippos. We saw them all. You know, when you're going 
the the first few times to Disney World, you don't spend you kind of Animal Kingdom is an easy one to skip versus others. I skip Animal Kingdom a lot. I will admit, just on my own trips. But when I have spent time at Animal Kingdom, I've always really enjoyed it. Yeah. That's what's funny is I'm like, oh, you skipped that one. But then I always like it. I got to say, like, as we were riding on the safari, I was like, I never do the safari. You know, it's been a lot. I was like, I can't remember the last time I did the safari. It's been a long time. And it's because I'm so like, go, go, go. I need like, I need flight of passage and I need to make sure that I maximize and that I'm only waiting, you know, 20 minutes and blah, blah, blah. It's just. And so just being like, I want to sit and look at giraffes and lions and just get the thrill that my six-year-old's getting for seeing a lion i don't know it just it made it such an amazing experience just being able to slow down and do stuff like that go on just just explore the walking paths go on the safari you know just check out all the the animals we took the train over to uh, rafiki planet watch and that's where they have conservation station there's a petting zoo. There's the animation experience over there. I've never been over there. Oh, see, so next time we'll next time you go, I'll take you over there. It's so nice. It's so, so nice. But it just like we really, we just we slowed down, you know, and we just did stuff that she liked. Sadly, there were no like we saw the area where they do um procedures on the animals. Nobody was in there, so she was like, let's keep going. But I was like, look, this is where the vets work. And she was excited to see it. But because there were no animals in there, she's like, keep moving. (laughs) I don't blame her. But there's like a petting zoo over there. It's just it was really, really great. We stopped and we played the Boneyard in Dinoland, USA, which is a big playground area. It's right by. Well, I mean, you can't miss it going to the entrance. The ride we love to hate. Um it's uh, it's like a big sand pit, but it's cool. It's like really themed. Yeah, right? it, yeah. It's um, it's like a a giant playground, dinosaur themed. And so she, you know, we played in there for a while. I mean, these are just things that I myself would never do. And she was thr- she was having the time of her life. I really thought I was like, we're gonna have to go back to our resort and take a nap or do something. No, she wanted to keep going, going, going. She was having so much fun, just you know, just exploring and just getting back to basics, which is, I think, why that's what this episode, the you know, the theme is, is because that's what I found myself doing without realizing that that's what I was doing. Oh, and another nice thing about going with a six-year-old is she'll stop and take photo pass photos at any, at any place I suggest. She's down. And she thinks the magic shots are like the funniest thing ever. It so sounds it's like great. We shouldn't have wasted the money on taking teens <laughs> to Disney World with their mom. What oh, were we thinking? Wah, wah. No, I have loved going with the kids, each of the children individually for different reasons. Just go individually with your spouse <laughs> for like a Ditch specific reason. I said to. <laughs> Ditch the kids. Go with the husband. Okay. All right. All right. <sighs> so it was great. It was great. Um, and then our plan that afternoon, well, what we were supposed to do was hoop-de-doo review. I'm sorry, what? Hoop-de-doo review. This is the Messiah. Humperdoo. Humperdoo? Okay, not humperdoo. Hoop-de-doo. Uh, all right. Whatever you say, lady. <sighs> 
And so this, Humperdew. this I think is a prime example of me trying too hard and pushing things too hard with the six-year-old. Again, going back to basics, she would have done anything that I had suggested or told her we were doing. She at no point was she like throwing a fit, but I, you know, I know my child and I knew that she wasn't up for it. I knew she was tired. She was getting a little whiny. I just knew. Yeah, she barks. She barks. I'm always like, is there a pterodactyl in my house? Um, and so I was like, all right, let's let's. When I told her, I was like, let's cancel hoopty doo. She was like, thank you, mommy. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, don't worry about it though. Too. I this is though literally the only time I've ever gotten pushback for canceling last minute. So just pushback from who? From the cast members. Like we'll they were what? really not super nice about it about me canceling. I've never once had an issue, um, but I'm guessing it's because this is a live show. So just something to keep in mind. Yeah, if you are thinking it might be an issue, cancel sooner rather than later. But anyway, um, so I was like, let's go take a break for an hour or two at the resort because Hoopty Doo is a two hour show. It's two hours. And so she knew, like when I told her that, I could see in her face, she was like, oh, so when we canceled it, she was thrilled. We took a break. We napped for a little while and then she was better. She was refreshed and we made our way over to Magic Kingdom for the evening. That's um, the real pro tip is, is take that, that late afternoon break or, you know, whatever. Sometime yeah. in the afternoon, take a break. Yeah, especially with little legs, you know, little legs. She fought me. You know, it's funny because you were like a stroller. I'm judging you. And at first she fought me on it. Day one, she fought me. By day two, she was like, the stroller thing's sounding pretty good. I ain't getting enough But in the sweating. morning, she'd be like, I'd be like, do you want to get a stroller now? Like at Animal Kingdom, I was like, do you want to get the stroller? I don't want to stroll. My legs are fine, mommy. My legs are fine. But then later in the day, she'd be like, well, now my legs are tired. And I was like, well, the strollers are at the front of the park. The stroller's too much work. I want that Hannibal Lecter set up <laughs> where I'm like on a dolly. Uh-huh. And it's just all the work's done for me. Okay, well. I'm not pushing you around the park. I'm talking about my six-year-old. Oh, never mind. Who though. weighs a fraction of what, you know, a, an adult man weighs. Just don't tell her the dolly's an option. Just put her on the stroller. Okay. Well, we never ended up getting a stroller, but she would wait till like the end of the day and be like, now can you rent me this very expensive stroller? It's like, no. Um, but Magic Kingdom. So again, I had been I had been stacking rides because I bought Genie Plus. She just wanted to do dark rides. And she loved it. She was just. Magic Kingdom's like 80% dark rides. Yeah, exactly. So she was just over the moon at Magic Kingdom. All she wanted was Mickey bar and some dark rides. And she, I don't think she's really, she's been to Magic Kingdom in the evening, but not that she remembers, you know, because like I said, she's six. And so her memory's spotty. Yeah. Right. Seeing the when castle at night. When she was at Magic Kingdom in the evening, she was still crawling. Yeah, exactly. So she doesn't really remember it. So when she saw the castle lit up, just the look on her face. I mean, I just, I can't even describe the look on her face. Just the simple things. Like there's no need for me to to scout out, you know, the best restaurants or certain treats or whatever. All this kid wants is just a simple Mickey bar that you can get at any of the carts and to see the Magic Kingdom, you know, Cinderella Castle all lit up. And to just spend time with mommy and go on Dumbo. We did Dumbo multiple times. It just so simple. She could not have been more thrilled. I mean, we did every dark ride 
she could possibly do. She thought you do she, haunted mansion. No, you know. Okay, so that one we did skip. We was she too scared? <laughs> what a baby. Uh, yeah, actually, she was. <laughs> <laughs> she was. She opted for pirates instead. You know what's funny about that? She did Haunted Mansion as a baby and was fascinated. There was so much pointing. I remember that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the first ride ever that we took her on. Yeah. Was Haunted Mansion. And I was like, this is a terrible idea. And no, she was very interested. Baby yeah. need input. There were like colors going into her eyeballs. Yeah, no, she was she like, I'm sorry, Haunted Mansion? I don't think so. There's ghosts, you idiot. Why would we go? Yeah, but pirates, she was good. So dark <laughs> rides were good, but ghosts bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was the, that was the only one she was like, I don't think so. So she did pirate, she did Little Mermaid? We didn't do Little Mermaid. We did like Winnie the Pooh. We we did several. We did several. I was just anything I could grab. Did, dark did you ride. tell her that Winnie the Pooh is bizarre and creepier than Haunted Mansion? <laughs> I was like, you know, this ride's weird. Winnie the Pooh's one that she remembers, so that she really wanted to do because that one she probably because it's so bizarre. We went during the pandemic. She remembers. And I was like, we're, you know, I really enjoyed the queue. You're like, this ride's weird. And then we got on the ride and I'm like, what's happening? Yeah. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, that ride's very strange. Um, she likes it though. So that was one she asked for by name. And so we did. Just, I, I don't know. I just couldn't believe it. She really wanted a hot dog for dinner, which is not something I don't typically buy hot dogs in our house. Well, she killed a child. Don't, don't give her a hot dog for dinner. That's what she wanted. So we went to Casey's. And we got hot dogs for dinner. They tried to give me a quote unquote Chicago style. I don't oh, think geez. so. I don't think so. Mm. Not even close. Huh? No, no, no. There were no peppers on it. The onions were all and the tomatoes were all diced really tiny. This is not. Okay, But what was the bun? No. Yeah. No, there were no seeds on the bun. I'm out. They just were like, you know, here's some. Call, all right, at that point, don't call it a Chicago dog. You just be like, oh, it's an Indiana dog. It was close, but it was not a Chicago dog. Yeah. Ew. Anyway, it was still good, but it, I was like, this is like, you can't just put mustard on it and be like Chicago dog. That's not <laughs> how that works. Was that their definition? Mustard? No ketchup? Well, there was quite a bit. Like, of, that's what it's famous for. That's yes, the least important thing. That is what it's famous for. There was quite a bit of mustard on top. And I was like, that does not make it a Chicago dog anyway. <sighs> but she just, I just could not believe it. And you and I had discussed it and I, I posted later on Instagram about it and the response that I got, I think it really resonates with people that your kids don't need you to, you know, buy them the, you know, find the crazy tree, stand in five hours for the crazy treat, you know, at Disney spray the, Oh, if you're taking the your Gideons kids for the or whatever. And, yeah. It's like, like the, but we mm, as adults, we as adults it. ruin everything. We ruin everything. And so that's what we do. We're like, no, Tristan, we're going to stand in this line for five hours to get our Gideon's cookie. Like, that's what we this. do. And Tristan doesn't care. Tristan no, he just doesn't. wants a Mickey bar and to go on Winnie the Pooh. That's That was like my big takeaway is that I ruin everything and I need to just tone it down with the kids. Well, I mean, this is the result of the this is the end result of late stage capitalism. We get something as amazing as Disney World. But at the same time, because it is entirely profit motivated, because they're a publicly traded company, they have to keep you coming back for this to work. We have to show year after year revenue growth. And for them to take you back, get you to keep going back, thanks to the, the attention economy, social media, the most practical way for them to do it is to take 
an $8 dessert with a cost of goods sold of like 80 cents and go, you know what? Let's put some googly eyes on that and call it a character. Put googly eyes on it, <laughs> double the price, only sell it for one month, limited edition. Now you come back. Yeah. But if you're only going once every so many years and you're like, I want to max out my value and you're paying attention to social media that is like wildly skewed into insanity, you now are just wasting your time on goofy, overpriced, googly-eyed brownies. Like, you know, what are you doing? But a kid is much wiser than you are and goes, why are we doing this? Yeah. You know, I just want to go do that ride that's been around and fabulous and just, for the last 40 years. Just eat that simple Mickey bar. Like, it just, it really took me back to when I was younger and it made me think of like my high school days at Disneyland or like my childhood at Disney World because that all I wanted, the only thing that I wanted as a young person, a child and a teenager was a Mickey bar and dark rides. And so it was just really funny for me to have this realization when we were at Magic Kingdom that that was all my child wanted and I was like, wow, I'm over here like I need to book hoop de doo and I need to make sure we do this and we do that. And I had like a big, long list of things that we had to do to make it special. And it we didn't. We really didn't. She did not care. She had the time of her life with Mickey bars and Winnie the Pooh. Anyway, when did you go to bed? <laughs> she really wanted to stay for fireworks. I was like, you know, fireworks are are coming up soon. She was like, fireworks? She got really excited because she's never stayed for fireworks. You know, she's Another not... thing that we as adults are like, Psh. Well, you and I as adults, not everybody is as Psh about fireworks as we are. But she's, because she's not a night owl, just in general. She goes to bed fairly early. You know, she starts school really early. But she was like, I've never seen the fireworks. I want to see the fireworks. And I was like, well, they don't start for about an hour. And she hemmed and hawed about it. And I was like, we can ride Dumbo one more time while you think about it. She decided she wanted to go. She wanted to leave before fireworks. Um, so I think next time, next time we'll probably stay for fireworks. So we left right before fireworks. Um, when we made it back, we got into our cabin and I could hear them going off. So we were probably in bed around nine. And by we, I mean she. <laughs> she was in bed around nine this evening. But that's, that's for her, that's big you know she's she's she goes to bed early well if you just for time zones it's 8 p.m so it's one hour past her bedtime yeah yeah she gets up super early for school so that was a lot for her but it was a really really great day it was a great day and thus concludes your disney world weekend and this episode nope oh incorrect incorrect the next morning we do check out of fort wilderness the cabins at fort wilderness but we are not done let's save the rest for the next episode. Oh, cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh my God. We'll see you in part two.